Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented by Sheep. A Time Wheel Production. What's up, everyone? Thank you once again for joining me on another episode of the Robert Patton Global Podcast, where we try to teach you what it takes to be successful in the world today through the experiences that I've had, as well as my guests. Today, we have joining us Gilbert Smith, former UFC fighter, former Ultimate Fighter contestant on season 17 and season 25. You can find him when you Google him, and you can find him coaching at a local gym here called Victory MMA, one of the best coaches, if not the best coach I've ever studied under as well, and he's uh, doing great things for the students he he teaches and he coaches, and uh, you know, I've met them, I've met some of his students and him, and I'm very pleased with the uh, outcome of the relationships. <laughs> so please enjoy this episode of the Robert Patton Global Podcast. It starts off right in the middle of things because, of course, I forgot to press record. If you want to see the very full episode, you can watch it on our Facebook Live and Instagram TV. Uh, and uh, you'll see me go press record about three minutes in, but we didn't miss too much. And Got a, got a lot of good content, so enjoy the show. With my, with, my, uh, with my attitude when it comes to martial art training, drilling, competing, fighting, that I should be able to be disciplined in other areas of my life. You know, you could, I could be disciplined with schoolwork uh, back when I was in school, disciplined with being a parent, you know, being consistent with my kids, you know, giving them you know, the guidance and the mentorship that they need being consistent and and this is my area that i do the worst at in relationships and i'm still trying to get better at that so but i feel like if i could draw some of the energy that i put in the gym i could i could use it for other areas in my life yes <clears throat> exactly i mean you learn that discipline and the hard work and i've you know i played basketball growing up in high school and i feel like a lot of the things we do when we're younger are really what help Tra you know, or ultimately translate into how we act as adults, yeah. you know, and how we are uh, discipline, our work ethic, just habit f habits. And, I, and, you know, I was passionate and we can talk about passion, but like I played every day, whether I was injured or not, whether the weather was good or not. And I loved it. And I really like, it was an obsession. Yeah. It, what did you play? Uh, shooting guard. Okay. Point shooting. Oh, basketball. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, oh, okay. Yeah, I remember you telling me that before. You played basketball, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and um, just, you know, like it was interesting because I didn't make the team, mm. and that really grinded my gears and yeah, it really yeah, like, yeah, yeah. made me want to prove myself. Mm -hmm. And so it made me work that much harder just to show that I was good enough, yeah. you know. And, in, you know, from... 11 to 17 literally i mean you know there might have been some days but it was i played every day i was yeah. addicted to it and um then ultimately when that stopped due to like injuries and bad decisions um my that whole basketball career ended but that work ethic remained and with sports martial arts i feel like they both well i, I mean, mean i mean technically martial art is a sport yes so, very so, good point. yeah yeah one of the most complex sports. Yeah, we know. I, so I have a question, man. Like, um, uh, I, we talk a lot about hard work and bad decisions, and you know, at least that's my theme here. What is one thing, and and let's and let's bring it back to the business side of things, mm, right? Yes, absolutely. You know, because you, know, you you run in a great business, selling some awesome underwear. That funny enough. I legitimately have on right now, and yeah. it's not because I was coming to talk to you. I just I grab I got there's only pairs of underwear I wear. Um, what is one challenge that you face that you made a bad decision on? You're like you like something you needed to do. You like and you somehow you made a mistake business wise, right? And 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 how did you later on correct it? If you could come out with a with an example of that. Uh, well, I was in denial. Like the first thing I can think of is. 
it was we did a Kickstarter. You okay. know, to, to get the company funded, we did a Kickstarter, and uh, that is a website you can use to validate proof of concept. Yeah. If you have a good idea, put it presented on Kickstarter, show the world. If they they call it's they're called backers. They'll basically fund your project by buying it ahead of time and if you get enough people to buy it ahead of time you take that money pay for production and then they wait a few months to uh get receive their product and we we did that in 2013 and that's really what got us launched into uh, you know existence and then we're everything was going great we were successful and we got the production we sent out the pairs, everyone's happy. They're ordering more, and we sold out. Mm. And um, so I had to order more. Yeah. Right. And this is how businesses run. It's like logistics of it. Yeah. Yeah. It, but I, what we received was totally unsellable mm. on the in, on the inside. On the outside, they looked good. On the inside, they were like mangled. Some of them are mangled. And uh, what I did was kind of like go into this denial mode. Like, they're fine. Yeah. You're talking about the actual product. The actual underwear themselves. Yeah. After production came back, you know, you pay for the production and it came back and it was was not up to your standard. Yeah. It was totally, I mean, the pouch was, it was very low. Sometimes it was sideways. There was threads. And the ones I would find where it was, they were like messed up, I would just set them aside and pretend that the rest weren't also messed up. Mm. And because I, I it, you know, I just spent all my money, things are going good. I didn't, I don't know. It was this weird mental uh, Sometimes game. it's scary to take yeah. a back step. You're like, you know, I, what I, am I, I going to, yeah. Yeah, you got to take a back step to make some corrections. But you're like, no, we're going to keep pushing forward. And yes. Hopefully it just work, is, work itself out. Yeah. And it didn't. It did. Well, it didn't. And ultimately, you know, a couple months go by. Finally, I, uh, you know, just admitted to myself that they were messed up. We were going to have to start all over. And, um, you know, with that, I, I like to tell a, kind of a little bit of a story about not giving up because at that point. Well, hold on. I, 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 I want to clarify a, a couple of things. Was this a error on your design or was it an error on the like people that was making them? The people that were making it. All I did was order more. Yeah. And the first batch was good. Yeah. Everyone's happy. They're ordering more. We sell out. I okay. went, but I so, so I sold out of my entire inventory. So yeah. I ordered more from China, which is where we. <laughs> hey! And we, we're. China makes Apple products. They do a really good job with our current manufacturing who we've been with for since 2014. And yeah. that's, that's where like the power of positive thinking and the universe working alongside you when you don't give up. Mm-hmm. What I like, I never gave up. Yeah. I was, I was kind of mentally going through something, but once I admitted that it w- we had to start over, I wasn't like, I'm going to quit. Yeah. A lot of people at the first sign of failure just give up on their dreams and get a real job and whatever, you know, it's too hard. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, so we got to do it again. Then. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got to do another Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. And, and guess what we did? We did another Kickstarter in 2014. But as that attitude kind of was playing itself out in in my life at that time i feel like the universe blessed me by sending me a a new manufacturer Mm. and they they were like can we just give us a chance yeah so i sent them some product that i made and then they actually improved it and sent it back and so they took what i had made it better sent it back and so during that interim of not being able to sell anything and trying to relaunch I was going through like a dark period of yeah. what ifs and, and you know nobody's gonna like me or whatever. Just yeah. a lot of, I'm stupid, I'm a failure. A lot of self doubt. Yes. But I and I remember in the middle of the night getting up and going and trying on the pair of underwear that that company sent me and it would I would be washed over with like this relief of warm. Like, yo, these are dope. These yes. are dope. Yeah, and yeah. I knew it was yeah. going to be successful. We relaunched in 2014, did double what we did in 2013, and since then have just grown by double annually, you know, up to this point. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and I think anybody that has ever owned a business or ran a business or running a business, will know that you're gonna run into those road bumps mm-hmm. that as you're dealing with outside entities. And if you have to outsource certain parts of your business, 
you are taking a risk mm-hmm. and and but ultimately speaking you are like the number one person for quality control mm-hmm. and so 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 when you get products back or service back and it's not up to par you cannot continue because it, it, it just never gets better right so you got to make those adjustments even if it costs you money it may cost you a little bit of uh you know your reputation you got to rebuild from square i I've, i feel your pain i feel your pain um, I could tell a story that I was, I was kind of in a similar situation, but I don't sell products. I sell service, right? Yeah. So I was given an opportunity. I was running a little small gym where I was like renting space from another, uh, from a Krav Maga studio. I just, hey, you, I, can I have these days to teach my MMA class? He said, yes. Now, another gym called Altitude MMA, what, they wanted to hire me on full time, put me on salary to... um to run his MMA program. And it was a little bit more money. Uh, I was going to have a better gym, but I was going to be under someone that I really didn't know. And I was like, you know what? This is a step in the right direction. I was a bigger gym, a little bit more money, and I and I don't have to worry about competing with a Krav Maga program. So I had MMA every day. And uh, I thought it was a good decision, hmm. but it was bad. Because, you know, the, the mistake I made was getting, getting into bed with someone I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't do my research on that person, mm. and and come to find out that person just was not a very trustworthy person. Mm. And uh, as far as me getting paid, it was a it was an issue. The people that he was bringing to the gym, everybody smoking and drinking, fighters hanging around, they not paying their dues. You know, nobody would like the attitude was, and I, and I didn't have a lot of control over because I would complain about it. But it wasn't my gym. You know, I was just the quote unquote head coach. But at the same time, you know, when, when the owner spoke, he, he spoke. It got to a point, there was something bad that happened. And I can't remember, I can't remember what it was, but it got to a point that I said, I quit. I'm mm. done. And I actually, at that point, I thought I literally was done with teaching and coaching MMA. And, and I, I think I wrote something on Facebook. And I was like, hey, guys, I'm done. Uh, I, I can't do the altitude MMA thing anymore. And I didn't think the old location would want me back because I left them. And then he hits me in my DM and he's like, hey, man, if you want, you can come back. And I was like, whoa, you, you accept me back? And he's like, yeah, why not? I was like, really, I was just making him money, so why not? Yeah. So I was really happy that the Pete Carl, my God, and that's why I always loved those guys. Um, his name is Eric. Um, I forgot his name. His first name is Eric, but uh, he, he welcomed me back. And then I start rebuilding the business to a point that I was able to make enough money to buy my own location, which is a whole nother story. And there's still some road bumps with that because I didn't go perfect either. But it soon later got to the point that I am now. Mm-hmm. But it was a bad decision to jump into bed with someone I did not know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I have a story about that <laughs> What we're going through. Just because someone offers you money to be a part of your business doesn't mean you should take it. And yeah. maybe, but, you know, like... Even though it was a bad decision, or and maybe it wasn't. You never know. Like, yeah. Maybe even yeah, that. Yeah, you don't know. Like, like, like. I mean, you know, it, it could have turned out to be one of the best things because at that time, I did meet some really cool people. At the time, I, I met uh, a, a boxing coach who who trained with me for a while. Then I met um, uh, another grappling coach uh, named Yaku, who's actually a guy who ended up giving me my black belt. So mm-hmm. I met some really cool people that I'm still friends with. You know, to uh, so it, it wasn't the worst decision, but like yeah. I almost left the game of MMA, not just teaching and coaching, but also fighting. What were you gonna and, do? And and, and and this was even before I made it to the UFC to the Ultimate oh, Fighter first okay. season. Oh, okay. Yeah, and because I was like, if I can't, if I can't train and coach, like if if, if I don't have a place to to train at, how can I keep fighting? Right. You know, and at the time I left Krav uh, Maga. So I felt like they didn't want me anymore or want me back because I'm pretty sure the guy was a little bit mad that I just got up and left. Yep. Um, although I do think I left in the best way possible. I gave him notice and I explained him the situation. But, you know, people feel a little bit like, oh, you're going to leave me? And um, and then with Altitude, uh, I know I couldn't stay there and I left them. They had, they actually ended up shutting down, and which made perfect sense because the way he was running his business. Yeah. But I was like... I don't have a place to train. I don't got nobody to train with. Like I thought my fight career, my personal fight career was over. Right. So, you know, yeah, it was, it was a very bad, deep, dark time. It's like 2000, 2012. Yeah. 2012, 2012. 
Yeah. So, I mean, had you, have you read any books or philosophies or what makes you, what do, what do you think your success is a derivation of, like derivative? Uh, I honestly, um, I should read more, but I don't. Uh, I've, I've, I've definitely read some ET books uh, from Eric Thomas, you know, some Tony Robbins, but I should be reading a lot more. So I'm, I'm not going to act like a <laughs> big book reader. Um, I, I do listen to a lot of podcasts, a mm -hmm. lot of uh, business stuff. But but at, at the end of the day, my attitude and drive comes from a point that I just tell myself I don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't like Your backs like, against the wall. Yeah, man. I, I'm one of those guys. Like you know, I don't have a plan B. You know, plan yeah. B just takes away from plan A. Like is 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 only one way I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna keep going until until I don't have anything left. You know, I try to be as smart as possible, do my research, study, look at the situation from a couple of different eyes, ask people for their advice. Don't be afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. You know, don't be afraid to be criticized and take that with a grain of salt and understand that sometimes there's some really big lessons, even when someone could be insultingly or condescending with the criticism or someone who's being just sincere with the criticism, you know, you take it all in. And, um, uh, I've, that, that mentality has helped me to, to be consistent. And plus the biggest thing, the biggest thing is passion. Mm, indeed. Passion, man. I, I freaking love this. I love what I do, man. I wake up late. Listen, bro. You're a business owner. A lot of guys, you got to understand, when you're an employee, you are told what to do. Mm -hmm. Your arguments, when things ain't going right, you feel like you, feel like you could do better, your arguments are only going to go by so far. Maybe you do got a boss or a manager who's willing to take your word or whatever, kissing, but it's only going to go by so far. And, and then also, even when you give it your all, guess what happens? Like That person is going to make the most of the money. That's his business. That's her business. Mm-hmm. But I have my own business that I'm able to do what I want to do, when I want to do it. Love and, that. Yeah, and I enjoy it, man. So I don't take it for granted, and that's why I, I keep working, because I don't want to lose it. Yeah, I mean, but you, I mean, you also love martial arts, and you've been doing yeah. that. For, yeah, yeah, I'm, you know. yo, you know what they say, if you love what you do, then you like never work a day in your life, you know what I'm saying? So uh, uh, if you put me, because my first degree, um, my because uh, two I, master's degrees, yeah, and, and a bachelor's in organization. Yeah, so, yeah, so I, I have a um, I have a bachelor's in exercise science, and I got my master's mm. in business and a mas a master's in, in uh, management and project management. Yes. And um, but my first initial degree was in IT. Oh wow! Yeah, because I told you I worked in the commo commo field in uh, in the army. So I was I was A plus M plus certified. I was uh, Cisco certified. And I work with a lot of uh, uh, computer networks. And I hated it. Mm -hmm. I thought it was, I mean, it was kind of cool. And it was like a lot of job security. Uh, but I hated it. Yeah. I, I, no offense to the people I work with. But it was, a, it was a point in time when I looked to my right and I looked to my left. And I saw a bunch of old chubby guys sitting behind a computer all day long. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself, I do not want to be one of them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like, and nothing wrong with what they're doing because they love what they do. They're following their yeah. path. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just know I didn't want to do it. Yeah, the universe was telling you, yeah. pulling so, you in another direction. This episode is also brought to you by two very special sponsors, uh, very close friends of mine from Ohana Kava Bar. You can go to ohanakavabar.com and use promo code Sheath Ten. And you will save 10% off your order off of some instant kava, which will make you calm and happy. It is a root from the South Pacific that you drink. And it kind of gives you, it's kind of a good alternative for alcohol. Some say it is an herbal Xanax. I say it's pretty chill. You drink it, you relax, don't drink too much. Just have a little bit, have a good time. It'll make you... Um, appreciate life a little bit more sometimes it's pretty good i recommend it and we also have what is called kratom k-r-a-t-o-m and our sponsor is soapcorner.com that's s-o-a-p-k-o-r-n-e-r.com for the highest quality kratom uh, purchased directly from indonesia good friend of mine i've seen him he goes there it's trusted 
tested, true. It's got the stamp of approval from the GMP for the highest quality. And uh, you can get the various kinds, green, red, white, Kratom. If you haven't tried it, don't worry about it. But if you like it, you've tried it, this is a great company. They have great, high-quality Kratom. So you can also use promo code SHEATH10 and save 10% off of your order. Now let's get back to the show. So I asked myself, I was like, what do you like to do? And I was like, well, I love, I love training. I love working out. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, can you make money doing that? I said, well, I could be a trainer. I could, I could, I could be a fighter. I could be a coach. I could, you know, a personal trainer. All those things. So then I started taking some classes and got certified and ran, ran with my degree and started traveling the world, training with the best fighters. I went, I went to Brazil for a couple months. I went to Thailand for a couple months. I went to Amsterdam for a couple months. You know, I, I trained all over the country from Florida, American top team, Machine Couture, um, Vandalie Silva, Muscle. Like, I just started traveling and training. And, like, and I just took in a lot of that information. And, if, and I brought it back to Colorado Springs and focused and opened up Victory MMA. Yeah. Parlayed that experience into a successful gym, yeah. which I've been to. I was a student there. I don't go as much because I moved approximately an hour away. But when I was going, I was loving it. It yeah. was I, you know, because I'd gone to jujitsu gyms, uh, freestyle MMA gyms in the past, and that's great. And I love jujitsu, but I had never practiced boxing until I came to your gym and you gave me the gloves, yeah, the wraps. Tell me how to wrap. I didn't yeah. even know how to wrap. Yeah, <laughs> and, most people don't. Yeah, and just yeah. hitting the pads with you and like learning the the combinations and stuff made me realize that it's more cerebral than. You would think you think you know. You so right, man. It's so funny you mentioned that because um, people come into the gym and think that boxing is just throwing punches, mm-hmm. right? They're like, man, uh, I'm I'm like undefeated in the streets. I know how to fight. I'm super tough guy, and they and they and they and they, they punch like a little girl. Like, mm-hmm. you know, no offense to little girls, because some of the little girls will <laughs> punch better than some of the guys that walk through my door, which is fine. Yeah, because that that means it's job security. Right, because they don't know how to punch. I teach how to punch. That's a perfect marriage. Yes, right. Especially if you have the right mentality to swallow your pride and open up your mind to learn. Uh, But people do come to the gym and they realize, holy crap, boxing is actually way more difficult than they thought. That's why it's called a sweet science. There's a science to it. There's a Mm -hmm. movement to it. There's a there's a balance to it. There's a dance to it. And um and and it takes a lot of years. Like I'm still learning. I'm still. I'm, I'm no Floyd Mayweather. You know. I'm, or Max Holloway. Yeah. Oh, Max Holloway. He did his thing last night, didn't Ooh. he? Right. Um. But uh. But it's and and, and that's the beauty with martial arts. You actually are never perfect. You're always training and get it better. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, you know, it is very, very, very technical. Now I would say the same thing about you, right? I put on underwear. You know, I, you know, I make sure that, you know that the boys are comfortable for the most part, and I ain't never thought about underwear being so like scientific. You gotta, you trying to make this mesh with that, or you trying to make this fits there, and like, you know, what was your process with that? You trying know, to make that happen. You've heard necessity is the mother of invention. Okay, and it was just an experience. It was very hot in Iraq, and you know, I've had an entrepreneurial mindset since I was very young. For um, you know, like a career day, I yeah. put on a tie and I put on a suit and I just, I wanted to be the president of a company. I was in fifth grade. There was a picture of me in the newspaper, Byron. Um, that's the city I lived in. I was always wanting more, you know, and I, mm. I, I, I honestly, I had another idea when I was 20 for a keys. There were crazy keys. They were like keys that were also jewelry. They would have you know, some cool design on them, maybe mm. maybe even a diamond. Maybe it was made out of gold, maybe some crazy shape. And But it was 2000, it was the year 2000. I have drawings. I mean, when I ended up seeing them six years later in Walmarts and Home Depots with, you know, their favorite football team and yeah. some flower on there, yeah. I felt like I got kicked in the stomach. Yeah. This is pre-sheath. This is, I, so I saw it in like 2006. I was in the Army, probably about to deploy and this idea that I had that would have been a billion dollar idea probably, yeah. I fell short of you know, completing it because I I ran into some obstacles. I didn't know how to I did not know how to make what I what I saw in my mind become a reality. Mm. And I gave up. And that was one of the 
main lessons that I carried over with Sheath was keep it simple, Simon. Yeah. Um, because I was trying to overcomplicate the keys and make them like too fancy. If yeah. I would have just painted a football team on there, boom, I'm in the business. Yeah, you start there. Yeah, then you can yeah. build from there. Uh, so, but you know, and then seven years later, I had the idea for Sheath and. When I was going through the process, I was just I was like, don't overcomplicate it. Keep it simple. Get it to market. You know, if you wait for the product to be perfect before you bring it to market, you're never going to bring it to market. Mm -hmm. Put it out there and then keep improving it. You know, you got the iPhone one now they're at 12. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, you know, with you, your school, you probably weren't the best coach when you first started you've had to learn your well, that's a lie uh, that's a lie was, like, shit i was the best coach ever no yeah i tell you what man um if you walked into my gym the, the gym i have right now when i first got it and you see it now like it's night and day mm -hmm. you know uh from the from the equipment we have to the layout of the gym so even just the atmosphere of the gym, it has changed so much. Even with me, myself, and my coaching, you know, it's so funny. I'm still teaching the same arm bars, <laughs> the same jabs. That's funny, huh? Okay, but I'm teaching in different ways when my concept and philosophies has, has improved so much. And, you know, I, I, I never got into it like, 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 and thought of it like, you know, I, I gotta wait till I'm like perfect. Because I'll tell you the truth, I started teaching back when I was like a blue belt. You know what I'm saying? I, I started teaching, you know, back when I didn't have any fights. Because I started teaching when I was in um, uh, Baghdad, Iraq, in Camp Victory. Nice. Hence, hence where Victory MMA came from. Uh -huh. And because we Camp didn't... Camp Victory. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been there. Yeah, and because we didn't have any any instructors or, or professors or, or coaches, I, and I, I trained a little jujitsu and, and I trained some capoeira, like... Um, I just started teaching and I started teaching soldiers and then we did like, we'd start learning. I bought a bunch of DVDs and this back when DVDs was actually a thing. And, and I started watching DVDs and teaching from there. So I, I always went into it. Like I know I don't know everything, but I'm gonna teach what I do know. And then from there, I'll, every, every time I collect more information and I find a little bit more details and I teach that. So it's all, always been a process 10 years from now, I'll probably be, 10 times, a thousand times better. Absolutely. I, I feel like you have the personality for teaching. Like you don't, you, you have a strong, you know, commanding voice. You can get out there and not scared to tell people what to do. Yeah. And I think like for me, I, I would teach through example maybe, yeah. or, and maybe come on here and you can learn with me. As yeah. I'm, <laughs> but as far as being an instructor, I actually kind of, because I'm, I feel like I wouldn't be good at it. I kind of want to do that yeah. at some point, maybe when I'm 60 or 70, teach some business class in college and just, or at least what I learned to get to where I am. Yeah. From, from practical, pra practical, uh, experience. And, um, I tell you what, the, the one of the reasons why I became, uh, I, and I'll give myself some credit here, a decent teacher is because I was a good student when I was, when I was, you know, uh, and even now, like e even up to recent times, and I, I, like sometimes I, I go up to Denver back when I was fighting, and I trained in Factory X, and I was a student then. My, I, I come to class and I'm I'm ready to learn. I'm first one there, last one to leave. I'm drilling. I'm taking notes. I'm bringing the technique back home, studying, practicing. You know, um, uh, once again asking questions. You know, I I, I want to be engaged. And, and what we are learning, and I want to be fully, fully engulfed in the moment because I want to I want to internalize some of the techniques and add a philosophy to it. Because, mm -hmm. like, I, I give you example, like, you know, if I'm learning or teaching, I say how to jab. OK, boom. So technically, I could explain it to you. You know, you punch your left hand if you're if you're riding straight down the pipe. But the philosophy behind it, if you don't know the philosophy behind it, you're never going to fully understand the importance of a jab. You know, how the jab gets you your range, gets you your timing, gets you, gets you your, uh, how, how to maximize your reach to close the distance. You know, how to, uh, how the jab sets up other punches and the philosophies as far as like why a jab is important. And when you have a good jab, how do you actually use it? Like people, and that's the problem sometimes, you watch fights and you see a technique, you just want to do it. 
but you don't really understand why it's being done and and so you 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 never really could pull it out accurately because you don't understand the philosophy behind it and and that's what I, I i tend to i try to add is the philosophy behind technique and i got that from a lot of great coaches that i train under Mm-hmm. You know, I take stuff from everybody. A lot of my old sayings and things, and things I've stole from people. Mm-hmm. I watch videos. Uh, I watch other people training, and I sit down and I take this stuff because it's all recycled. Mm-hmm. All of it is recycled. So you watch other coaches coaching and, to, and learn from how. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, I'll be, I'll be on Instagram sometimes. And I'll be like, I'll be watching the coach. I have a, a couple of particular coaches that I follow that I think always put out really good information. And I sit there and I'll be like, Okay, that was pretty dope. We doing that on Monday, mm-hmm. you know. And once again, and I may add my twist to it, and I add my philosophy and my wording to it, mm-hmm. you know. And and I, I'm okay with doing that. I, I don't have that ego to like, well, you know, if it's not for me, then it must not be right. Because I'm just Gilbert Smith. You know what I'm saying there's a lot of great uh, legends out there that's way more advanced than I am. So why so why wouldn't I listen to what they have to say and learn it, practice it, and then teach it? Yeah, you don't have to reinvent the wheel yeah but uh, you're just you, you know you take what they learned and process it and you know spit it back out with your own um character or personality yeah because I, I i'm not gonna be someone else right, right. you know what i'm saying and just like you you know with chief i i would assume that there are certain aspects of making underwear and other apparel that's very fundamental to any business mm-hmm Right, so you gotta at least learn that. Yes. Okay, but then you're gonna add your style to it, your twist, your design. Right. Right, and that, and that's what I'm doing. Personality, yeah. yeah. We're all because you can be a tire salesman, and you know people are like, "What am I gonna do?" You yeah. you just have to find your passion. You can do it. You know, like if you don't give up, most likely. Yeah. Well, know. well, it, it's. I'm sorry. It's called living in your gift. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you live in your gift you are able to excel. When you're doing something that's kind of difficult, like you're not super motivated, that's because you're not living in your gift. Mm-hmm. I'm saying when you get up and you go sell your insurance, you know what I'm saying? Because you got to feed your kids, so you're working your nine to five to pay rent, and you're like wondering why your life is not the way it should be or could be, it's because you're not living in your gift. Living in your gift, when you do that, you have the opportunity to maximize all the gifts that God bless you with. And you have the opportunity to live in a way that you're gonna make you happy, mm-hmm. okay? And so, but a lot of times people are afraid to step out because when you do that, you are, you know, anytime you, you're working with business, is a risk. So yes, I could go get a regular job, maybe get some benefits, which is good. You know, the guy's paying me decent, giving me some good, hours and my my kids are eating my my significant another is you know is happy and we all live in you know whatever but am i really really happy right you know like and i got all these these ideas these talents these abilities that i'm just holding on because i'm afraid to like to try it Mm -hmm. and then you realize 20 30 years go by and you're like damn what did i really do in my life bro you didn't live in your gift man yeah, if it feels like you're swimming upstream, you know, constantly, you might not be living in your gift. I feel like yeah. if you're listening to the universe and feeling with the universe, like the messages it's <clears throat> sending you to put you on the right path, which I feel like the universe does, if you're open to it, um, you can find your downstream river of, you know, just flow yeah you know the flow of life because it, i feel like i've got that going but but there were times in my life when i wasn't in that space and i knew i wanted to get out and that's you know we all go through our journey and you're not going to make it to the top right away and you'll probably have to get a couple jobs mm. during you know the interim yeah i'm not saying that you're not going to have to hustle yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. Like, yeah. i'm not saying that you're not going to have to bust your butt i'm not telling you go go quit your job and, and go open up that you know yeah. uh, that t-shirt company you know what i'm saying I, mm-hmm. i'm just saying that you should take steps yeah and follow a good process to get you to the point that you want to be. Like I tell my guys, I tell my guys all the time. I was talking, you know, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Dylan's a good, a good friend of yours. And, you know, obviously yes. one of my top students. I told him the other day, I said, bro, dream big. Mm-hmm. Dream 
big. Mm-hmm. Dream so big that it scares you. Yes. Dream so big that other people laugh at you. Yes. And don't think it's possible. Mm-hmm. Dream that big and multiply it by 10. Oh. But also work just as hard. Mm-hmm. Make sure, that's like Eritomic says, make sure that your grind is bigger than your dream. Mm-hmm. Not telling you to make your dream small. I'm just telling you to make your grind bigger. Yeah. Dream big. Yeah. Dream huge. Humongous. But grind harder. Yeah. You know, and, and when, when you do that, okay, nine out of ten times, you're going to be successful, even if it takes a long process, even if it requires some failure, even if it's like it's going to be this hard days, you're going to find success. Sometimes you may even have to pivot. People have this one vision of success, and there's so many op- other opportunities to have that success. Mm-hmm. Okay, like initially, my first idea was to open up a regular fitness gym. Okay, you know, like uh, honestly, they, and- yeah, we're wasting everything. I, I had a name; it's called. I was going to play off the UFC. It's going to be UFTC, uh, Ultimate Fitness Training Center. Okay, okay. I, I I even wrote up a business plan that I still got on my old laptop. I bet. Okay, and and so it wasn't actually a martial art gym. I just became really good at martial arts. And I started to compete and fight and start to win. And people started following me and wanted to train with me. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, well, I guess I just opened up a martial art gym, right? So sometimes you got to pivot and make and create other and capitalize on other opportunities. But that doesn't mean you stop the grind or stop the process or stop the journey. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like dream big, but grind harder. I mean, so what's the, one of like the most important thing that you teach a student if you want them to be successful you know don't be afraid to fail okay actually so people come to my gym they they they, they go through what's called a donna kruger effect and my i have a friend that hit me to this he told me this and i was like i never heard of that and then he told me what it was and i was like i see that every goddamn day okay what is the donna kruger effect so the donna kruger effect is like someone will come to the gym with the expectations that they're going to be good so their confidence is at this level but their skills are down here. Like, they don't know shit from shit. But for some reason, they feel like they're going to be, well, I used to fight in the streets. I'm a tough guy. I lift weights. So they obviously assume that fighting is going to come to them easy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them can't do this, mm-hmm. right? So they got no coordination. They got they got no really speed or athletic ability that has been, that has been um, uh, uh, nurtured. So the Dunn-Kruger effect is like what happens is once they realize that they kind of suck at this, which is understandable, bro, it's your day one. Mm-hmm. You're going to suck. <laughs> so when they realize they kind of suck, they go through a valley of despair. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people quit. Mm-hmm. Right? Right? So, so a lot of people realize that I'm not good at this, so I quit. I'm like, hold on, hold on. You are not good at this because you just started last week. People come up to me, coach, I mean, how do I get better? You keep coming to class. Yeah. You keep training. Like, it is, I, there's no magic pill I can give you. Now, those that's willing to endure, those that are willing to humble themselves and swallow their pride and ego and understand that this is a process, mm-hmm. this is like, it's, it's, not a, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon, then you go from, you know, the high level of confidence with low level skill, you hit the valley of despair, and then now you start to build up your confidence. But your confidence is going to be congruent with your actual knowledge base. And that's when you find real success as you hit different points of, uh, of like, if I was going to say jujitsu, you go from the white belt to blue belt, blue to purple, purple to brown, brown to black. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that comes with experience. Okay. Now I'm a white belt. I'm getting beaten up. And now I'm a blue belt. I could do some stuff. Purple belt. I'm starting to, start to execute some things. Brown belt. I'm able to teach. Black belt. I could teach at a high level. And that confidence grow, grow congruent with experience, real knowledge. Right, and then you find level of success. So that's one of the things I tell people is, don't be afraid to fail. And 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 but and understand that like this is this is a process, man. You know what I'm saying it, it takes some time. Yeah, you know, like I remember when I first rolled the first time. I was like they say like a fish out of water yeah. and the dude just he met like mounted me and he start, started spinning he was just spinning on me and I was just like <laughs> what's going on yeah I was like, yeah. he was like I'm just you know he's just showing me how uncoordinated or, or unknowledgeable I was with that type of movement like it's you once you find like your base kind of and you can like can help 
manipulate your opponent, you know, once you learn kind of how that all works when yeah, you're on the take, ground. Bro, like, I, 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 um, I was doing acro yoga today, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, and I'm new to acro yoga, right? So I'm learning getting better in my in my, my uh learn how to base someone and it looks fun yeah it was a flexibility it was, we learned some cool things a quick shout out to sasha and Haley for teaching an awesome class today I, i'm so blessed to have those young ladies teaching at my gym teaching acro yoga every sunday at two o'clock and I, it, it really brings me back to being a student because i don't know crap about crap when it comes to acro yoga i'm messing up <laughs> you know my my partner her name is Julia today. I'm dropping her. You know, we, we learn how to drop people correctly. And we learn how to have someone there to, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, to make sure nobody don't fall too hard. Um, spot. Spot. Spot, spot genius. Yeah, spot. And um, and it's, it feels good to fail. <laughs> like It feels good to like not be the best person in the room at something. And I'm like, hey, Sasha, I'm having a hard time. Can you teach me this again? Can you? And I'm watching her. I'm like, Okay, hold on. Uh, Slow down. Do that again. Okay, so when when you do this, I should do that, and then, you, okay, watch me, watch me. A am I am I doing it right? Like it feels good to like be that student and just take taking that information and understand that I'm gonna fail at this, but I'm gonna keep going and I'm gonna keep getting better. From the first time I done it was probably like early COVID when I met Sasha to now, my skills level has dramatically increased, but I'm still novice it's because you have a good attitude about yeah. it you're not like get, oh i suck i'm forget yeah. it you're yeah, like I quit I'm, man this is just, you, you, this yeah. is just not for me man and i quit like and, and you know the worst thing about it man i tell people hey man come to acro come try it nah man nah man i, I can't be doing all that man i'm not flexible like bro that's how you get flexible yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying like you come there you try something new get out of your comfort zone you know, and you you're gonna improve in areas that you even like realize you need to improve upon. Mm -hmm. Like, and and that goes a lot of different things. You know, uh, that's why I, I'm doing a 40 before 40. My bucket list. I turn 40 next year, so I got one year to knock out 40 things on my bucket list, and I just want to experience stuff I never done before. Mm -hmm. And so I could hopefully learn a lot of personal growth with those new experiences. Uh, example. Um. Uh, you know what I've done so far? Uh, I dyed my hair blonde. I know it's a small thing, but like it was like something way wicked. And I'm like, hey, you know, that's pretty cool. I, I look different. Um, uh, I went vegan for a week. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I, I learned a lot about, you know, eating correctly and vegan vegetables. I don't eat a lot of vegetables. So going vegan for a whole week, it, it really uh, kind of educated me. And it's a bunch of stuff like that. So challenge yourself. Yeah, doing things that maybe take you out of your comfort zone or whatever. But like, I f not everyone is going to have that eagerness to learn and to really absorb it. I feel like with martial arts and stuff, you want to know it inside and out and backwards yeah. and forwards and up upside down. And that's because this is your thing. This yeah. is your calling and, you and you're trying to... Uh, portray that to other people and get you know help them learn it and understand it whereas you know somebody else might be like that's not for me and so and because we all have our own little thing and it's mm. for up to the listener to find their thing mm. and it's usually staring at you in the face or you know it's it's been you know like let this year be the year of you going and get it like like whatever that was in the back of your mind that you wanted to do yeah let this be the year yeah you know whatever calling to you yeah, yeah like like let this be the moment because we learned a lot of a lot of things last year right like through uh, all the craziness yes we learned that if, if there's any lessons you could take away from last year is that you can lose it you can lose everything like quickly like no, people never thought a, a worldwide pandemic would happen Business would be shut down for good. We never thought, like, you know, how many people that would instantly pass away, you know, from from COVID or get extremely sick. You know, we, we never thought that we'd be living in the times that we live in and walking around with a mask all day long, you know, uh, and having those arguments and situations. So do not wait for tomorrow because you never know what could happen for tomorrow. And you're going to sit there and be like, damn, I wish I would have done it. 
because now a lot of the things that we like i wish i went to more concerts yeah you know what i'm saying like i i always keep saying man, i'm gonna go to concerts i'm gonna i'm gonna go to concerts i'm gonna go and then i never go and now i want to go to concerts and there's no concerts now i have the money i have the time i have the availability and like and now there's no concerts i know you know what i'm saying like no. I, I wish i'd have got my butt up I, if i had went alone or find a date or a homie go to a freaking concert and enjoy some music you know and so th those are the things that we have to like you know cherish and capitalize on those opportunities because you just don't know what tomorrow is going to bring totally yeah. yeah i mean it's reminding me of the few ufc events which we met on the plane back from i guess it was connor and cerrone yeah. and holloway fought um, uh you know you know it was yeah it was um with uh max oh, holloway no. fought and it was usman versus uh colby Kobe, Kobe covington yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, um and Amanda Nunez, when she fought, I can't remember who she fought. That fight was like a fight that I actually I probably just I fell asleep. Yeah, during. I mean, because I mean, Amanda Nunez is so dominant. Yeah, it's like yeah. she's fighting people that we just know just not on her level. I know yeah. it's not that fun. You want to see a fight, fight, like yeah, a, a, yeah. a competitive I'm, fight. It's not her fault. Like, no, of course not. Uh, yeah, but um, so you know, but going to those events for the and that was the first event I'd probably ever gone to was mm. the Holloway and. Volkanovsky, and then it was Colby versus Usman, and blah blah blah. And we met on the way back. Um, but then I went to like two more. I went to the Cerrone one uh, with Connor, and then I went to another one in New Mexico right before. Then it was like the last one. It was mm -hmm. in Rancho something, New Mexico. That was a, that was fun because we got a lot. Like, there's no Ubers in New Mexico, so we really? not enough there were like four there were like four in yeah. in a whole stadium trying to come out after the fights were over and there were four ubers uh we ended up having to get a ride home from some a police officer which is very really? kind of him to yeah. give us a ride uh, back to our hotel and, yeah. but anyways those experiences we don't get anymore mm. because like you said you know you never know when these things are going to be taken away from you so like cherish what you have you know take advantage of the opportunities that you have and you know that that thing in the back of your mind let 2021 be the year that you put it into action yeah let, 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 no not 2022 or 2023 this is it 2021 let's go let's go hard work dedication mm -hmm. let's go man you know i'm doing like yo my, I, I give i give example man my son i'm so excited for my son he's so talented the music he's putting out um and i'm going all in with them uh i, I just finished ha having a meeting today with um and you sponsored my son yes and 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 i, and I definitely appreciate that it was really cool you know because uh he works pretty hard to stay fit and all those things but uh and i i had a producer come in today because we want to do some music videos for his for his songs you know my son said it the best today he's like he's not a rapper he's an artist and um and I'm so excited for him. And I was like, I'm going all in with you. Like, yo, we are not going to BS this year. We're not going to be, you, we, we're going to make big moves. And if we fail, if it doesn't work out, okay, cool. I, at least we know that we, we, we gave it our best. We can take your talent and, we, we, and we're going to take, you know, our hard work and, and we're going to make something happen with this. And we're going to keep grinding until something pop off. At the end of the day, you could, we could always say that we didn't not try. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So... You know, this is going to be that year. And I told him, I was like, I, I'm not holding back, man. I'm, I'm coming out the pockets. I'm like the finance. <laughs> you, yeah, know? <laughs> you know, and I, I, and all I ask them is for, like, stay consistent. Keep being talented. Keep working on your craft. Keep producing dope music. Stay in school, right? He actually got his own job, too. Take care of your daughter because, you know, he got a daughter. I, I got a grandbaby. If you keep doing that, man, I'm going to support you 100. percent We're going to grind hard this year. Yeah. And 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 that's my goal, man. Like I have I have these goals that I'm I set early New Year for my New Year's resolution. You know, build my brand, build my YouTube page up, help my son establish himself as an artist, and and you know, and obviously keep pushing the gym and the fighters. So, man, I'm excited. 2021. This is going to be the year. It's going to be my year. It's going to be your year. Mm -hmm. You know, no, no excuses, no BS. We're going to learn from the failures that happened in 2019, 2020. We're going to take all those learning lessons and be extremely successful in 2021. We're going to believe it into existence. Let's go. Yes. Believe it. See it. Believe. Conceive it. All that. Yeah. And you can, you can do it. And, you know, your victory MMA on all the social medias and on YouTube. Yeah. And he's in Colorado Springs. If you live in the Yo, surrounding. I break it down because I appreciate 
as we as, as we as we, as, yeah, as, as we wrap this up, you know what I mean? Like I jump in this shit. Like I, I, but yo, if you, uh, once again, check me out yeah. on all the social media on uh, on YouTube. Check me out at Victory MMA Colorado Springs. Yes. Okay. On on uh, Instagram, you could check me on a uh, uh, GJS for Gilbert Jamal Smith Victory MMA or my my gym page Victory MMA Colorado Springs. Or you can check out my son music too, uh, Shakur, Shakur the Bag, because uh, his middle name is Shakur, because I named him after Tupac. Yeah. Um, and yes, obviously on Facebook, you know, Gilbert Smith Jr. Um, yeah, hit me up if you have any questions about training, martial arts, Colorado Springs. Let's go, 2021. Yeah, I mean, of all the gyms I've been to, this is by far the best. It's straight to the point. You'll get the most out of it. And if you're in the surrounding area, I highly recommend it. Victory MMA. Great content, great teacher. Um, Jeff, follow him, listen to him. He's, he goes on and talks to you directly on Instagram about what he's thinking. Very wise. Definitely, you know, listen to what he has to say. Um, for me, I'm, I just I recommend books. I'm reading uh, Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude right now by Napoleon Hill and W. Clement Stone, and it's just like everything that you do, what it, you know. Your attitude is the one thing you have control over, and that's the one thing that's going to help you get through it, and or, or, or you know give up. You mm. know, it's just like stay positive. There's always a negative way to look at it or a positive way to look at it, and if you choose the positive, you get more positive. You choose the negative, you get more negative. What do you choose? Yeah, it's your choice. Yeah, Chief Underwear. Let's go, Victory MMA. Let's go. Thank you, Gilbert, for joining me once again, Gilbert Smith. Uh, you, if you go, if you have um, the fight pass, you can watch him on all the Ultimate Fighters. Yeah. <laughs> what seasons? Fifteen. Yeah, no, no, uh, season seventeen and season twenty-five. Check out season twenty-five. I do, I do way better in that season. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. good dude. Yeah. Thank you again for joining me. I, and I wanna, I wanna do like a sparring match. I want you to set it up with like Peyton. Uh, he's, yeah. Well, actually, Peyton went back to Tennessee, but um, uh. No, but we can set you up with somebody something. that would take it easy on me. Yeah, yeah, be like, be like, yeah. take it easy on yeah, me. Yeah, I, I got you. Hell, I, I do it. Okay, yeah. well then we'll do that and yeah. just get. I'm gonna get hit a couple times. Not yeah, too hard. I hit you. No problem. <laughs> All right, cool man. All right, brother. Thank you so much.